This episode is brought to you by my wonderful patrons. I'd like to give special shout outs to my top tier patrons, David from Portland, Tom from Pancake Analytics, the Snorlaxian, Connor from Rock Pokemon, Mike, Night Knight, Hogan, Big No Face, and Matt from Ferraratron. I also can't forget today's episode was executive produced by Leo. Thank you so much for believing in me and backing the podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to support these episodes, become a patron. I have two tiers at $3 and $5 a month. Joining the first tier gives you exclusive access to patron posts and a vintage card from my collection signed by me. The $5 tier gives you access to everything you get in the $3 tier, along with also having access to our Discord community. It gives you the opportunity to talk to other collectors, discuss market performance and news, show off your mail days, and of course, ask questions. Whether you join or not though, I still appreciate you listening. Hello friends, and welcome to the Geeked Out Collecting Podcast, where we apply financial and investing principles to our favorite hobby collectibles like Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Fortnite, comic books, you name it, we talk about it all. And today I am very excited because I brought on two guests. Yes, that is two. Rob from R3 Rips and Joel from Modern Card One. They both came on today because we wanted to talk about Fortnite and we wanted to try and hit as many angles as possible because as you know, Joel and I, we've come on the podcast many a time where we've talked about Pokemon and we've done a lot of talking about Fortnite and you know, him and I are both non-gaming collectors, but this was a really special episode because it was Joel and I, you know, the non-gaming collectors. We also discussed Fortnite with an actual Fortnite gamer, Rob. So it was really great because the gamers have a very special advantage within Fortnite because they know the popular skins from the actual game. They knew who played what, which ones were popular, which this, this, and that. Uh, We kind of all we could rely on is the market and we've seen changes where certain skins have kind of popped where it was sort of unexpected because you know at we could only take what we could see in the card and not take any actual you know game experience so this is a really special moment for us because we got to learn so much more about the skins why things were popular why they weren't what might come up what might pop up if gamers really dig into the market and start buying cards which we've already been seeing a little bit but if they really really started buying cards and got into the market you know is it possible that the black knight gets dethroned i don't know i I don't know these are all questions but these these were things that we talked about and this was a great one to discuss and whether or not you collect Fortnite or not i think there are a lot of interesting parallels uh with pokemon just because you know, even from that perspective, there were so many different kinds of collectors, right? The collectors that played the video games and liked the cards that they liked because of the video games. And then you have other collectors that actually played the trading card game. So they liked the cards they liked because they played certain decks and they won with certain cards, right? And so it's possible that they favored the cards that helped them win games, you know? So it's just a really interesting perspective to look at it from. And I think there's a lot of things that we can take from 
Fortnite and apply it. But then also just Fortnite in general is incredibly interesting to watch, discuss, and 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 talk about. So I if you aren't a Fortnite collector, I still say that this episode is is a good listen. And also just as a heads up, this is a, a two-parter again because we had such a long conversation. I had to split this one up into two parts. So I hope that you enjoy. Gosh, this is probably the longest intro I've ever done for a podcast episode, but I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much. I'm so happy you're here and help me welcome Rob and Joel to the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Cool. Hey, guys, I appreciate you being on. Um, I know that there are some things with my mic. I apologize in advance, but in post, I'll be able to fix it. Um, so hopefully it's not too crazy. Cloud, I see. Um, but yeah, anyways, let's get started, guys. Thank you so much yes. for hopping on. I got Rob and Joel, both from the Fortnite IG yes. community. Say what's up. Ah, this is going to be great. What's up? Come on, guys. There's like so much to talk about. And honestly, like, I don't really know where to start because we've right. already like brushed up on a few things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, I'm curious. Okay, let's get into the news part. Let's get into news part of this where, uh, you know, recently a Black Knight sold for 17K and, you know, mm-hmm. it had previously gone for 30K. So it's a little bit of a retrace. It, we, I did look into it a bit. I know a few other people looked into it a bit, like the auction, auction wise, and it didn't look like any kind of shill bait. So it did look legit. Like that, that's still a really, yeah. Yeah. you know, high price for the card. But I don't know. What are you guys, what are you guys feeling? as far as that little bit of retrace goes? I think it's healthy. Me personally, I think it's, it's exactly what needs to happen. You know, we need to have the high, we need to have the low. Auctions are always going to be the, you know, the tall tale sign of where everyone's kind of pushing to go. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's like we said before, if somebody wants it, they're going to pay that price, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, there was, everyone's trying to feel everything out. I mean, people are going to start now sending them in and people are now keeping them in better condition than they were before. So it's it's gonna be fun to watch her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I think the I think the correction was extremely needed. You know, um, it was funny because we were actually I was actually going you know back and forth with one of the <laughs> Fortnite collectors on uh, Instagram, and we were talking about the aspect of everybody talking about you know Fortnite to the moon and you know retiring off of it, off of it, which is tech a possibility for sure i mean we've seen some crazy sales so far uh but i felt like it was uh definitely getting out of control a little bit in the aspect of how fast it was ascending and i felt like it was a top tier of the market and then it was a bottom tier it was no in between it was it wasn't really a balance and i feel like the black knight coming down a little bit and along with some series two cards i think that it was extremely needed yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like you said, just how fast this happened, you know, this wasn't, this was like a couple yeah. more periods. So, you know, even the few amount of sales that were there, it's just building up what needed to happen. You know, it's yeah, like anything. I mean, you could compare it. You got to look at either five years out or you're looking at it in the micro, you know, you're looking at it exactly. month, month to month. Mm-hmm. Not everyone's going to look at it the same way. Not everyone's going to mm-hmm. look at the same aspects. Like I love watching the Fortnite, you know, community on Facebook because, you know, you start to see the inner things that people are looking at mm-hmm. like the more detailed yeah. i mean because i'm clueless you know i mean i i understand you know the cards <laughs> and i understand you know that i enjoy these and i like what they look like yeah. i learn a lot from you guys but 
some of you guys get into those details and all of a sudden mm -hmm. can spark something like the Peely to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, the, the this year at least, or maybe like the last six months, it's been really interesting just to see, you know, how crazy that price jump you know, happened, it was kind of like, you know, Jeremy Fedower, he had posted about the Black Knight, uh, you know, at a PSA 9.5 or, or a P, oh, no, I'm sorry, a BGS 9.5 or a PSA 10. I can't remember which one, either one of the two, but he, you know, he was talking about it was a $100,000 car. And then at around that time, you know, we saw one of the higher, like, uh, uh, sales uh, for the Black Knight, you know, um, I don't know how soon after, but uh, but a little bit after, not too far after. So it's really interesting to see, you know, those prices jump up like that, which I thought it was a little shocking at first because I'm like, you know, we've only been in this since like June 2019 and it's doing these prices like nothing else has done these prices. So, you know, it makes me think like, like two questions come up, like, are we is this hype mode right now or is this real organic growth? And, you know, I don't think anything that we're seeing is necessarily negative per se. Like, I don't think we're necessarily in hype mode at all. Like, right, like right. because Fortnite is just big, you know, it's just mm -hmm. big. And now people are finally getting to see the cards because honestly, mm -hmm. Fortnite cards just kind of came out of nowhere. It yeah. really did. Panini didn't announce anything. I, I found out about it because I saw, I started to see them at Target. Like I would always go to the card section to see what was up. And then I just started seeing these Fortnite cards. I'm like, what is with that? I looked all year when these first came out. I bought the boxes when they released the first day. And I was like, Fortnite, it's huge for people. I'm going to buy some of these mm. cheap. And I literally got nothing. There was no video. <laughs> there was no information. There was, I had no idea what I was looking at. So I just watched the box mm. prices. You know, yeah. once, you know, once the, that card gets figured out and the, the price starts, to, you start to see the box kind of make yeah. some type of movement. And that really mm -hmm. was like, it was that, and then there was the Series 2 release, and I started talking to Jess, and, you know, there was, was like, <laughs> okay, they, they know that it's there, now mm -hmm. what's going to happen? We need the, the, the gamers. We need people yeah. to know about this yeah. game before, because yeah. these cards tell you literally nothing. Like, there's <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing I, on it. <laughs> and the, only, the only detail that we've all kind of narrowed down is the USA print, and, you know, over here, True. Yeah. I don't know if they were printed more or less. It doesn't matter. Over mm -hmm. here, they were bought out of stores. You know, you couldn't right. find them. So who had those? There's mm -hmm. a lot of kids, you know, it was a lot of younger groups, which isn't bad, but they're not going to treat cards the same way that mm -hmm. the guys who are buying the Panini football cards are going to be treated. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's just a little bit different, but it's like anything, you know, the, you're not going to be upset. You have a shadowless Charizard if you didn't get exactly the, like Italian's still yeah. off. Like they're still the first edition card or the first series. Yeah. Of yeah. And I venture to guess that we'll see probably yeah. like a rubber band effect with the italian cards you know where it's going to snap and then we start seeing those prices creep up oh, you know where it's sure. not going to be mm -hmm. so much of a difference exactly so. be tears you know just like with what we have now you know you're not going to mm -hmm. be upset you have the crystal shard black knight if it's italian not at all it's not, not like, at all it's still awesome the pattern's yep. a little bit different but you know there's there's always got to be those tears or else none of us would be here you know we're all chasing, <laughs> we're all chasing exactly. that little difference you know and exactly. we do it 20 years later you know, you still got people who buy the first edition chalice. Like, that's what they want. They don't care mm -hmm. if it's, you know, it's what they enjoy. Mm -hmm. well, these were the cards that were made for the 30-year-olds when we were all trying to find cards online. You know, it's, mm -hmm. <laughs> if I could describe yep. it that way. That's, uh, yeah, because I think I think that's the, the realistic aspect of it is realistically, when you play the game of Fortnite and the the 
parallel that I've been wanting to get to, but I was waiting for the podcast is this is so similar to basketball, to any sport. And the reason why I say that is because when you have a favorite player, when you have a favorite, you know, sport and that player has a jersey, you want that jersey. You want to have that car. You don't care what happens. And these characters, these characters right here, they represent not only that specific kid but that represents their favorite streamer or professional player so when these kids come into the market because i was talking about it before like when i collected basketball i started collecting basketball cards in 2004 which ironically was the year before uh when the year that Dwayne Wade, lebron and carmelo came in the league so i was a year late but i just wanted lebron and Dwayne wade's card i didn't care if it was a hollow i didn't care if it was a tops chrome i didn't care anything about that i just wanted the card so i feel like you know the base cards or the fortnite cards the kids still can obtain they can still play with them they can still have them they can still mess them up because all of us we have a plethora of cards of overstock because we were going for the hollows and the, uh you know the cracked ice so i think you know the characters connecting with each other is going to be extremely important like when i started playing the black knight availability was already gone like I couldn't get I couldn't get that skin anymore and it's the same exact thing in the cards the cards are parallel to the game you know so I thought that was really really dope that you know when I came in I'm like dang I have to get the black knight I wasn't able to get it in the game so now I have to get the card you know it ended up working out for me that's a good point can you can you speak on that a little bit more because I didn't realize that like the game had some scarcity wrapped in it with the skins and like oh yeah you know all that stuff so 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 how does that kind of work with the game and and getting those skins is it like just a period of time where you have like a window Mm -hmm. of time to to get the skin or or what what's up with that yeah, so I mean, it's very, it's extremely intricate. So we can even go, let's go with some of the top ones. And that's kind of why I sectioned it off the way I did. So for instance, the Black Knight, the mm-hmm. Black Knight was a part of, you know, it was the first battle pass and it wasn't. And so when you play the game, you know, at this time, it was only tier 70. Black Knight was tier 70. And as you play the game and as you progress through the game, you unlock different levels and you continuously grow. And, you know, and Black Knight was the first one to really, that was the first tier 100, tier 70, realistically. Now there's a hundred tiers, but the scarcity comes from once that battle passes over, which at that time, it was consistently about three months. Once that battle passes over and they went into the next season, you know, you could no longer get those skins. Those mm-hmm. skins were done. And like, so for instance, like uh, Sparkle Specialist was up in the same season as Black Knight. Mm -hmm. you know and that and so when you went into the next season when you seen them people with the black knight and the skull troopers and all those skins you were you were either jealous or you had it and you wore it consistently because it was like you knew you could no longer get that you know get that skin and then uh you know obviously there's skins that don't come back out for a long extended time so you have somebody like ginger gunner and mary marauder they were an OG skin at one point. They didn't come out for a long time and Fortnite re-released this skin. And so all the kids that's, you know, the streamers, they finally were able to look just like their favorite streamers and it was no longer rare exclusive. So mm. I think that's the amazing thing about the market because realistically, if a skin doesn't come out for a long time, it becomes more popular. 
So mm -hmm. if that card is already in the series one or series two, out of nowhere, that card could end up surging just because of what's happening in game. And I think that's what makes this market interesting because it isn't technically a trading card game. It, it will technically based off of the actual video game. Yeah, it combines, you know, the card game with the video game, but not yeah, yeah, you yeah. think where you would battle with the cards. It actually has exactly you didn't need to put points on them. Exactly. Let's figure it out over the internet. You figure out <laughs> yeah, that's right, right. It's like, you know, it's it created this weird space that I don't think had been explored very much. You know, for there's sure. already cards out there that are like that, but mm -hmm. I think it was also just during a time where people were looking for what was next. You know, what was the next opportunity? You saw mm -hmm. Pokemon. 90% of us were not as cool as, you know, real King Pokemon. Who had <laughs> for sure. Card out there. So, you know, there's that, holy crap, I need to like get this. It's like the MetaZoo. Mm -hmm cards mm -hmm. i don't know any of those but there's all of a sudden these 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 divergences happen you know they diverted in different ways one people went mm -hmm. metazoo then the other one Fortnite, and then we started yeah. seeing more marvel stuff and more mm -hmm. so it almost seems like you could see every everybody kind of growing their their outlook on what they're collecting and i don't know it's awesome yeah it's very cool and, and one thing that i found to be really interesting too that i always like wondered with the cards versus like the game because you know i've seen all the different seasons come out you know five or however many different seasons were out there like i, I i'm so ignorant of it but like yeah. when we see the cards we see series mm -hmm. one and series two so they don't necessarily yeah. correspond with the actual seasons is it like series one like encompasses a few uh, skins from there a bunch of different seasons okay here you go okay yeah yeah like so uh realistically okay so lux is 300 right but mm -hmm. black knight is uh 252 black knight was the first battle pass lux was the season eight battle pass so it's a okay. it's seasons in between that you know and the thing is you know and that also goes for ragnarok that goes for Omega. So those are, that's where those skins become important. Now, to be honest, nobody really wears like a skin like Ragnarok, you know, but because it is a tier 100 skin, it, it has relevancy, you know, mm -hmm. it has relevancy, just like a storyline skin and all of those. And then like Galaxy, ironically, is a legit promo skin. This was the Samsung skin. Yeah. So, oh, okay. you know, that, yeah. So what happened was, I'm team iPhone, so I don't have the Galaxy in-game. But uh, the Galaxy skin came out, and it was strictly for Samsung. I can't remember which phone it was. But the only way you got this is if you got the new Samsung phone. So when the Galaxy came into the cards, this was automatically going to be a popular card. You know, obviously, it's in a promo set. But mm -hmm. it, it transitions over, and it will consistently grow for sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So then, so then when it comes to like, when, as players start to like enter the trading cards, like, like, you know, they're probably going to get their favorite skins. Right. So then, yep. so like what, when it comes to popularity of the skins within the game, like which cards are, are we talking about? Like the tier 100 card, like all of those skins, those are, those going to be the more, okay. So then what's, no. what's like the popularity there? So that's, it's interesting. You, interesting you say that because realistically nobody really you wear the okay so when the battle pass comes out it's exciting it's just like when series three comes out when series three mm -hmm. comes out you want to see all the cards but as the time goes on you kind of veer towards your favorite cards you kind of start niching and narrowing down and that's kind of what happens in the game as well everybody wears the battle pass skins like for instance drift drift is one of the more popular battle pass skins but nobody wears them consistently anymore so when 
actual players start coming in, it's gonna be cards like it's gonna be cards like Aura, you know, it's gonna be cards like Aura and Manic in series two because the reason why is because those skins. So okay, I'm gonna go a little deeper so everybody that doesn't Can play the game knows. Take a quick picture of the prices for these cards before we talk. Yeah. About <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like literally, I know, right? This is. I, we talked about that. I killed myself with that. So, but anyway, you know, so these these cards like Manic and Aura, they're worn consistently because they have a narrow hitbox. They're the women's skins are extremely popular because they're skinny and they're not as easy to hit or to snipe. Oh, that's you know, yeah, like so, like Skull Trooper is a popular skin, was a popular skin, but the thing is, he's he has broad shoulders. So people people like the competitive advantage as much as possible. And I guess it's debatable if it really has a factor, but that's kind of where that system came from. But it's simplicity is extremely popular in Fortnite. Something that the community thinks is what gives you an advantage. Right, right. Right. Awesome. For sure. And like and like when I was trying to evaluate, like when I first started opening packs, that was back in July, you know, two years ago now. And I had no idea. Like, I had no yeah, idea what was good. There was yeah, no, like, sales yeah, information. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't get a feel for, you know, like, like popularity. So yeah. that was so hard to there navigate. There was only one box. It was that box with <laughs> Lux on it. And that was it. I was like, all right, that's yeah. what I need to get. <laughs> I don't know any of these cards, but that's the one. I get. And yeah. even in the beginning, I think some of these prices are crap. Because that card was always expensive. Mm-hmm. Whatever, mm-hmm. Like, that card was mm-hmm. always, like, expensive enough where you were like, I I don't know if this is gonna do well yeah. to put that much money into that, especially where I have no idea mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I'm looking at, which is the reason you know I just have my sealed boxes. I mean, at the I thought of when they yeah. released, yeah. I bought all of these cards in the beginning. If you know, I I just needed something to tell me, you know, <laughs> yeah, play. this card is a good yeah. one. You know, like give me the damn yeah. card and let me figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, and and looking back and looking back at people like on on Facebook groups and whatnot that you know were buying the cards, you know, it's like okay, you could you could get a legendary depending on you know what it was, hollow or not, for around fifteen yeah, bucks yeah. depending. But like you know, just because it's legendary doesn't mean it's going to be popular or it's going to be big, which I thought was so interesting. I'm like, dang, you know, I figured like yeah. legendary yep. would be like the cards because those are the hardest ones to get, right? You get them like you get one legendary out of 36 packs. I can't remember the stats or like I the full rates. One hollow out of every 24. Mm-hmm. 24, uh, yeah. Legend, uh, one legendary out of every t- like 12, maybe, but it was not. 12. Mm-hmm. But I, I just still remember even pulling the epic cards was hard. I, <laughs> I thought that was, I was like, I can't believe, mm-hmm. like, I opened one box and was like, there's no way. I'm like, how could you yeah. possibly collect all of these cards if you get one hollow in one box of these things? And for 40 bucks a piece, yeah. like, oh my God. But dude, they're, they're like over $500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me literally at this literally, point just give me a hollow says usa print and i'm like oh, 15 bucks to you. Okay. Yeah. i don't even care what it is yeah yeah <laughs> you know, had to yes. spend at least a minimum of 40 dollars in the beginning just to get that one hollow and there was a chance you weren't going to get one or could yeah, get two that yeah. I heard, but there's not many videos of people mm-hmm. opening the usa ones or even the italian ones right no 
No, it's actually funny. Like a few weeks ago, I was going back into my Instagram because I first got on Instagram for Fortnite and no yeah. one, no one was doing Fortnite. It was so, so tiny and so slow. Mm -hmm. And there was like just nothing. But I had, I had posted like me opening just like a pack a night or something like that. And, and just, you know, it was nice because it kind of brought me back to, to back then. And I really wish like, I didn't really do much of the unboxing or anything like that, but I really wish I had spent more time documenting that because it would have been so interesting you know oh. now to go back to that and see you know what was up because there was still there's even still so little information right oh. now you it's know hard. yeah this is why i said it's like a, a, a game meant for 30 year olds on the internet right like <laughs> it takes so much work to figure them out and then you got to literally go through a community of people yeah who all unanimously decide this one <laughs> is it like what <laughs> Like, yep. I thought Lux was the rarest card. It was the final one. That's what I had always heard. You know, this is like the first one. They're like, no, nah. there's another yeah. one. It's a knight, but it's going to be at least 16 times. Nah. You know, it's <laughs> oh. exactly. Well, you know, That's, it's interesting you say that because. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It's good. You were on a roll. Go ahead. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. So the, it's interesting. You, it's interesting you say that because actually Lux wasn't very popular as now Lux is a tier 100 skin and she wasn't very popular when it first when she first came out because tier 100 skins are usually extremely creative like they're extremely creative they have you know whether they have multiple edited styles of a helmet or you know of a mask and Lux was very simple very basic yeah. and she came with select different colors but she wasn't she wasn't popular and that's what threw me off when I got into the car game because Lux was my favorite skin and nobody really wore her. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to get Lux. I'm going to be able to get 15 of her. And I come in and I'm like, wait, what is going on? Like, she was like, always the most expensive you know, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the one that sold. I remember seeing, I, I still remember seeing, like, this is back a while back. And I remember I could have bought in yeah. a whole set, like, cracked ice, yeah. everything for $1,000. Like, <laughs> if I could go That's back to every card, I remember. Look, I, I might have pictures in my phone somewhere because I screenshot all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, me too. After that sold, that was. I mean, I remember now. Thinking back now, I'm like, wow, I could have definitely. Yeah. Pretty well right now, that would have been nice. Well, you know, people in the chat, they they have some questions, y'all, and they want to know things like, like, uh, for example, Rob, in your opinion, what is the most rare or maybe the most valuable card, you know, based on your knowledge of what gamers would play with and do still play with? Well, in, in well, okay, I'm gonna guess they're talking about series one or in general, but uh, I obviously Black Knight is gonna be that, that is the card, but obviously we've seen Pilly jump up out of nowhere, but that's because now Pilly is what you consider a troll skin. And what's meant by that is if you just look at the skin in general, it's a banana, right? So you're wearing, let's <laughs> yeah. say you're wearing, you, you know, you're wearing Lux or you're wearing or, or you're wearing this really cool skin. And let's have four kills. And out of nowhere, this banana comes in actually good. So it's kind of like this thing where either players that aren't good at the game or they're very young, like they wear Pilly or somebody will put the Pilly skin on 
to make it seem like they're bad at the game, and then they end up just demolishing uh-huh. that. So, like, that's why Philly kind of jumped up, and, somebody, you know, and that's now – yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I saw someone compare it to the Pikachu of Fortnite. What do you think about that? I, I agree, but I feel like it's a couple of those. So, like, where Pikachu is, like, Fortnite has, like, four to five skins where they put in all of their promotions. And that's yeah. that's Bright Bomber, that's Drift, that's Fish Stick, that's like, you know, they use Pilly. They have these select skins, who knows why, but these are the skins like when they're doing new updates, when they came out with the comic books, these are the skins that Fortnite pushes. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. exactly if it's a part of their algorithm, a part, a part of their statistics of why, but this is what they push. So, uh, I feel like those skins Fortnite really chose, you know, and I just figured at one point I was like, listen, if it has the word night in it, you're good. If it's <laughs> food, you're good. Or if it's some yeah. weird Chris character, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. Free, like buy the hot dog, buy yeah. the banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's some patterns in there, you know, there's some things I could key off on early. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Like all for right, sure. so buy all the vegetables, as many of those as possible. Well, there you know, go. there you go. You know, what I always thought was real interesting about it is because like, like I said, as we get more gamers into the hobby and whatnot, you know, I wonder how, like, there's obviously many different ways where it can shift like market dynamics, right? So obviously for the longest time, yeah, you know, yeah. Black Knight has been the one, right? That has been the one. So, you know, mm-hmm. if we get actual gamers into it, will Black Knight get overtaken? Like, like we think he might be the LeBron or he might be the Kobe. Mm-hmm but what if he's not you know right, what if right. he's it right now and so like i don't know i just think it's it's just so interesting to think about because you know That's he a, could lose his spot you know because to think about it like this like back in the day mm-hmm. you could have said all right which one was going to be more popular mewtwo yeah charizard right mewtwo or mew was like the holy crap like the the there you go not like the starter one you got like mm-hmm. and then you know 20 <laughs> wow yeah. turns out you know Mewtwo does well, but not as well as, you know, of course, Charizard. Charizard brings its own, own thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It, it just dominates. Everyone loves yeah. the fire dragon, you know? I mean, it's kind of hard <laughs> not to love the character. Mm-hmm. Really, when you were a kid, <laughs> everyone has a memory. Like, if you had that card, you were the coolest For kid. For sure. Like, everyone wanted to sit with you. You could be mm-hmm. the, you could have had not a single friend in your life. All of a sudden, you pull that card out when your mom got it from you from the mall. And, uh, <laughs> yep. Everyone, oh, sit with me, sit with me. Like, I'm not trading it to you, but I'll let you look at it, all right? <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, touch it, yeah. but <laughs> with your eyes, yep. you can see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The card's going to make me rich, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it did. <laughs> it really does. It, you yeah. know? Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. That That's just so, that's so funny. It's so interesting with Fortnite, just talking about it, because, like, it's still new territory for me, even though I was early on, it's new territory for me because like mm-hmm. you try to find the things like I know Pokemon and you try to find the things that are similar. And I really like how you said that it's like NBA. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's like sports, mm-hmm. you know, you got to like be mm-hmm. in it. You got to watch it. You got to see the players and it moves and it changes and it ebbs and it flows. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I really want to start seeing, you know, where the market it starts to reflect you know what we actually see in the gaming world yeah. and and i just mean like yeah. oh okay man ninja was playing with you know the pilly skin and he there won a lot go. of great yeah. games you know and then all of a sudden you know and it's like it's like stats for a player it is 
And I love, yeah. I love that they bring out, you know, the, I, my favorite part was that they have like the rare skins that are legend, like that are mm -hmm. old school skins. Like what is it, the blue, yeah, blue squire and um, yes, yes. Oh, those skins! I I need, I made it like a point <laughs> to get those because I was like, those yeah, are freaking yeah. rare skins that everyone mm -hmm. overlooks. But it turns mm -hmm. out, you know, if you actually know the game's history, they have something deeper than that. You know, they're, they're but, that, that yeah. was the moment where I realized that those, you know, labels they put on them meant literally nothing. Like nothing, nothing. Like you can nothing. have a legendary that's worthless, and you could have you know an epic or a, a rare that's worth more than half the cards in the set. Yeah, like I. I think it's interesting because that's kind of what I was talking about when it came to, yeah, yes. Like, and it's funny because people don't really admit it, but, uh, you know, Red Knight and those cards were technically, like, Black Knight, okay, Black Knight Shield, which is his bag bling, is worn, exactly, is worn more than the Black Knight card, I mean, the Black Knight skin himself. Like, Black Knight is obviously a legend in OG, but that actual, the the shield that came with him, so his his accessories that came with him is more popular than him, you know? And that's kind of what I was getting at also with Ice Queen and Lynx. Like, you know, like it, if you played in season seven, Lynx was the skin, like that was the main skin, you know, for that time being in the battle pass. And then when I came in and I'm like, Ice Queen is taking off and Ultimate Night. I'm like, nobody wears these skins. Like this is, there's no way it's gonna stay this way. And I, if you look at it, yeah, yeah. Like I'm like, it's no way. Like, and if you look at it now, like Ultimate Night, Ice King, Ice Queen, they started correcting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. So those were way too high, way too fast. Nobody knew anything about those. Way too yet. high. Nobody knew how to. Nobody knew yeah. how to price anything. So everyone just saw the night where I remember watching the Ultimate Night. I looked at it when it was three hundred fifty. <laughs> yeah. Three, 500, 700, 1,000, 2,000, yeah. 5,000, 12,000, 50. I'm like, okay, $15,000. This thing just came out. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what's <laughs> special about this ultimate. Because from what I've heard, nobody even plays the damn thing. No. Like I, you know, of course, I'm bitter that I didn't buy it for 350 bucks. But <laughs> yeah. But you can't have them all. You know, of course, that's the, uh, nope. you got to play the long game, man. It wasn't overnight. You know, you get all this stuff. These cards, you got to sure. just be patient and wait for, you know, mm -hmm. the opportunity to come. Because they don't happen often. If they're buy it now, they're really expensive. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've still been scoping out getting that extra Dante and I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Oh, you got to get it. I know, I know, it. I know, I know, I do, I gotta finish it, I gotta finish you it, but right like now. full graded promo set, and the card is like, what, a couple yeah. hundred, like, sometimes you just I got to, to not even. <laughs> <laughs> right now, it's in a beautiful position. Yeah. It's one promo cracked ice, guy. It is a series I one, think, printed in the USA, cracked ice. Yeah. People are just like. I think it just sold for 96. Yeah. People are just over. It's going. It's going real nice. I was trying to negotiate someone. They were they were trying to sell it for like two fifty or something like that. So I was trying to get them down from what I could. It's a beautiful card. What I'm what I'm uh what I have not so for the cards. The reason why I haven't quite pulled the trigger yet is yeah. because of the quality so far. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's just it's mm -hmm. tough. Like like when I think of mini, I think of sports cards, and when I think of sports cards, I think of like delicate things, <laughs> well, and and you know they're hard to get yes. graded real yes. high to keep them real well. 
Well, that's oh. why I bought them so early. I definitely paid a lot more for them, but I didn't know what was going to happen. You know, they did. They ended up releasing three promo sets instead of just the mm-hmm. one. So it was like, yeah, I had to take a chance somewhere. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, being right out the gate, I was able to really pick the one I wanted. You know, you could see that one from mm-hmm. the back. So I was like, listen, I'm going to pay for this, but I want the best mm-hmm. update. That you right. In your, in your set. Yeah. Yeah. More money because having this in a 10 mm-hmm. with my other cards to combine. Yeah. With far outweighs what you know and i had the chance that i had to for take sure on that. so you know and that probably pays off that that'll probably pay off honestly mm-hmm. exactly you know i mean mm-hmm. i got the the first nine for cheap and you know i took the, you know i had to pay more for the for the other 10 or 11 but there's still 20 cracked ice cards and <laughs> exactly series one cracked ice dante you know it just goes along with that bigger collection you know mm-hmm. the whole set you know, and, and something that I just recently came across that I found to be really interesting that obviously makes sense 100%, but um, I noticed some people, they, they've started buying like the, the two shard packs from like the series one mega boxes, which I thought was really cool. I'm like, wow, I wonder if like, if, you know, PSA may in the future start grading those. Cause that's interesting. That's interesting, that interesting. as hell. You I know, saw I think about that a long time ago, never opened that up is. like a box. So I didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just went right by them. You know, <laughs> I'm looking at these boxes for all this money. And there's just like <laughs> silver. I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm not going to take a chance on it. Whatever. Turn lo and behold. Uh, <laughs> lo and behold, those are the cards. <laughs> Why people would buy the mega box. I know. You know? Mm-hmm. I still feel a little biased. Exactly. I still think I like my hollows better than the ice, but that's just me personally. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you know, just thinking about the pull rates, just thinking about the pull rates for series one, I, I want to say I opened up 22 or 24 boxes and I only wow. pulled one Black Knight and that was still a base set, Black Knight. Yeah. You know, one. <laughs> it's so, they're hard to get, man. And then you just have to hope to God that they're in good condition. Mm-hmm. This is what drove it for me, you know, just how yep. tricky these cards were. And yes, people are going to have them in perfect hands. You're going to start seeing them coming out. But there's a very mm-hmm. select few that actually mm-hmm. maybe some breakers or some people that ended up getting the boxes and yeah. up. But aside from them, you know, a lot of it just kind of went out and disappeared. You know, there's just nothing, yeah. nothing left on shelf. Yeah. It hasn't been for a while. I mean, you would see these cards in the checkout line, like, like the, yeah, like the, yeah the, you just grab them and go. Yeah, I mean, kids grab them, they tear them up, and you know, throw them outside, and like that's just all I ever saw of them. I never bought any more because I didn't know what I was looking for, and I didn't want to store it all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna end up putting one of these in the rock, like not in the protective case, and it's gonna be the card. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a good move on my part. Well, so you know, I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on this, like you know, based on what we've already been seeing, you know, in the market this year so far, I mean, yeah. you know, what do you guys kind of yeah. see for the future this year, for the rest of this year? Are we going to kind of still see things retrace, kind of level out, maybe stabilize a little bit more, or are we going to see, you know, some, some more jumps? I don't know if Fortnite has any, uh, you know, any special events coming up. So, you know, I wonder if, if maybe some of those things will play a role, but I'm just curious, curious to get your thoughts on that. I mean, for me personally, I think we just need to find this price. You know, it's almost like you could say consolidating, right? We we need to go through these ups and downs. We need to get a little bit of high, a little bit of low. I mean, if you want follow any yeah, car, yeah. you're gonna have those high prices that once sold and those low prices that can't went and sold. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. these up dramatic prices. And the more they get submitted to PSA, 
it's all going to change all of this stuff you know it's but it long term yeah. I think just a slow incline is really what you want you know something a little mm -hmm. bit more maintained a little bit more you know people can kind of get their get back in a little bit if they want and you know we need those people here we need yeah. to be involved and um but i don't think it'll last very long yeah. i think series one is going to always hold this kind of tier mm -hmm. tier list that mm -hmm. you're going to want to give up i certainly don't so yeah <laughs> yeah no, what do you think? yeah that i mean i mean for me i i think that is definitely yeah the balance definitely has to happen and i think the thing that really sucks is just obviously because of the, you know, because of the pandemic and, you know, all of these things, uh, the Fortnite World Cup wasn't able to happen. And I don't know if y'all watched the first time. It was crazy. I mean, it was in a stadium. You know what I mean? Like, it was in a stadium and it was filled. Like, this was like, and, you know, a 16-year-old at this time, Booga, he literally won millions of dollars for coming in first place playing Fortnite, you know? Let's and go. I mean, and you gotta understand that the prize pool, I think, yeah, like the prize pool, I think if you came in a hundred place, I can't even remember anymore. Like if you came in last place, which means if you died as soon as you landed in the game, I think you won at least bare minimum a thousand dollars. And some of these kids were, you know, just turning 16 years old. I mean, a thousand dollars for players is major. So I think, what I see in the future, whenever the World Cup happens again, I could possibly see a card trading show in the same exact space as the Fortnite World Cup. And if that happens, that's going to bring in all the gamers. That's going to bring in more card collectors. That's going to really make the Fortnite market shift because then you'll know exactly what not only kids like, but everybody in general, you know? So I think that's going to be major. You know, it's interesting how you can kind of talk about a 16-year-old all of a sudden going to becoming a millionaire. It kind of relates to these cards a little bit. You know, yeah. all of a sudden, a, a, a mm -hmm. eight-year-old from, uh, you know, nowhere can all yep. of a sudden pull out exactly. the card. You know, you got the legend JJ. I'm sure I hope he's listening mm -hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> One of my lives. And uh, just like that, overnight, this kid, you know, that card's worth a fort. Nobody knows. I don't know what yeah. it's worth yet. I'm not going to put a price on it. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> certainly... It's certainly not cheap. Let's put it that way. At all. You know, that's that's awesome. I think that's the coolest yeah. part about these is those were the people that were buying this stuff and the people mm -hmm. that found it and kept it in a nice state, they're rewarded, you know? Yep. And it's this wasn't an easy thing to come across. It wasn't an easy thing to find. So, you know, it's just no. you can hold that card for a long time, you know, share it with your kid like mm -hmm. like they did, you know. Dad was trying to get him into cards and lo and mm -hmm. behold, there's that's one way to do it and tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. right? like an early jump start to a college fund or something else, whatever they want. For sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, people look at yeah. these cards as like, that's the that's the, the goal, you know, get to that, like, get to the black knight. That's mm -hmm. like winning, right. you know, winning, you know, it's, so it's just, it's, it's turning into this, you know, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a crossover between digital and, and collector cards. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But oh, for sure. What happens, what happens if a, if a Fortnite NFT comes out, like we've seen one already, but what happens if Fortnite connects the NFT to game? You know what I mean? What happens if there's an item shop and there's NFT cards? And obviously we've seen with the comic books that you can get the skin in game from collecting all the comic books. What happens if they do that with series three? 
what happens if a Travis Scott or Marshmallow Auto comes out? What if they collaborate with Marvel for the I'm card while the go. vintage Marvel is popping off? That sounds amazing. Oh, I mean, none I mean, of us that will. Sounds like- <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like, yeah, good luck, man. I mean, see, see, yeah, see, that's great. I, I'm I'm with you on that. Like, I, when do we start seeing like collectibles in general? You know, do NFTs? Like, I'm talking about licensed, legit yeah. NFTs. Mm-hmm. You know, where there's yeah. no yeah. possibility of. Panini has the blockchain. You know, Panini yeah. That's true. That's true. Cards. You have those cards. They do. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> you know, they could start popping up on there. Those things ended up going pretty pretty nuts, man. I was buying those. And nobody. I mean, no one was looking at those things. I was picking them up. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, I'll take one of you. I was going to say, yeah. you've got some big names. I got all the yeah, big right. names. Find. I got the number eight, number to eight Lamar Jackson on a Oof. number to 10, you know, it's with the number yeah. in the actual yeah. patch. But like, that's crazy. so cheap, man. Like, I, I yeah. yeah. Literally 70 bucks for that card. Yeah. Online. Yeah. Patrick, yeah, it was expensive, but nothing compared to what you know the card is worth now. I mean, a couple hundred bucks, yeah. like three hundred bucks. Yeah, but that I mean that was a shot in the dark. That was like the NFT comic book, you know the the exactly one, Jose Delbo. Uh, yeah, it's forty five bucks. We're gonna give it a shot. You know, it's uh, forty five. I bucks. mean, that's even like right forty five. Like that's even like uh you know. I was an investor on on Rally. Obviously, that's the stuff behind me. I I've been investing on Rally since probably a couple months in, and you know I funded a lot of my you know a lot of the Fortnite cards from that. Just because you know sometimes those online cards hit a ceiling, you know, so you just take the money out and invest it somewhere else. And what happens when one of those get on the fractional shares, you know, when it gets on Rally, when it gets on Otis, when it gets on any of these apps that is going to take off, you know? These, these, the Patrick Mahomes, that was the first uh, blockchain card. Yeah. That was the first NFT comic book Mm -hmm. from Jose Delbo. And, you know, there was also the uh, Every Desert to Sea, which is, you know, the first 4K Mm -hmm. on Maker's Place. I mean, there was an article written about it on, uh, in the stock market, you know, I was just kind of watching through the news. Mm-hmm. I see first 4K release, you know, NFT. Yep. Like, I don't know how to buy one. I'm going to try to buy this one and see what happens. And I got one. I was like, this is right, great. Right. I don't know what to do with it, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and seriously, like, you know, I, I'm still I'm still baby to, to NFTs, but, you know, I can definitely see the potential in there. And, and, you know, one thing, I was having a conversation with a few hobby buddies of mine. And in one conversation that we had briefly is, you know, I know we're starting to talk more about virtual reality because I mean, virtual reality is crazy, right? And when I think of NFTs too, yeah. I can see NFTs playing a role in virtual reality as well, because, you know, you can actually buy real estate, <laughs> you know, yeah. which is crazy. So like, so like, what if the NFT, yeah. So what if like the NFT that you have, you can like, put it in your house, you know, like hanging up in your virtual reality house. Like I know yeah. that's obviously like probably a ways away, it. but that's, that's interesting. I bought the art pieces. I bought the mm-hmm. art pieces because I figured, you know, at some point you're going to be able to transfer these over to your virtual reality house and you're going to hang up this picture, say a yeah. picture, and you're going to be the baddest dude in the center. Man, whatever. <laughs> like it just doesn't yeah. matter. You know, at yeah. some point people are going to be in VR more than we'd want them to be in VR. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just you're mm-hmm. going to be able to become mm-hmm. part of this whole new world. And it's this digital stuff is going to be, you know, That's... digital for so long, you know, before all of a sudden 
So you can touch, so you could feel in VR. I mean, you could feel that thing. It's it's gonna be wild. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's funny. Like like I love I love meeting people and making hobby friends because in my normal world, I don't have anybody to talk to with. And so literally I was having conversations last night. Or yeah, well, yeah. Like people were talking at me about like how Pokemon and Fortnite and all this stuff is gonna turn into beanie babies. I'm like, y'all don't know shit. <laughs> y'all don't know shit. Don't tell me that it's gonna be yeah. like beanie babies. Don't yeah. tell me like it's gonna have a risk. Beanie babies and these markets are completely apples to orange comparisons. Like beanie babies didn't have a video game. Beanie babies didn't have anime, manga, a trading no. card game. Like, like beanie babies didn't like garner nostalgia like Fortnite has been like Pokemon has done and is still doing mm-hmm. like it's you weren't, not you weren't using those characters granted there's some that are still worth money but there also wasn't the internet where you were buying cards and buying collectibles you know that's yeah. the biggest there you go ever like this isn't you know you're back in the day sports card collecting there's literally people creating sites that track this, like stocks you know it's <laughs> Exactly. It's the culture. It's the people. It's the groups and how bad. Like I think I saw Jeremy Padwar say, you know, it's the emotional. Uh huh. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with the price of that card. What it takes to make it. Granted, maybe a jersey card costs more money to make than a Fortnite card, but that's yeah. It all depends on how many people want that card, and if you got a whole community Mm -hmm. who's all in it together, going, that's the one you want. It's gonna stay. This positive, you know, well. Yeah, I think I think a thing that people aren't paying attention to is something you just said. When we were growing up on Pokemon and on the Game Boy, right, and playing on, you know, the Nintendo DS and every along the whole aspect of this, right? It still was frowned upon. You still played, you still played the game too much. You still had to find an actual <laughs> job. You still had to, you know, you had to do all of these things. And then those kids that grew up into teenagers, into young adults that was like, no, I'm gonna do this. I'm actually gonna stream. I'm actually gonna play, make this a career. That's the, the thing is NBA players compete in Fortnite. NBA, you have, you have Devin Booker, Ben Simmons. You have all these young kids that people forget that these kids are 21, 20. Some of them were almost too young to even play with Pokemon in this high days. You know what I mean? Like in the true <laughs> essence of it. They, it's like, it's, you know, so it's like, it's you know, needed. you see we these players like, exactly. We needed exactly. This, like, this and it's like, you know, so. Kids to get into. Unfortunately, they couldn't yep. get to the store. Well, yeah. they could get the first ones, but right. they were lucky. The yeah. second ones, good luck. Those yeah. sold out. You know how this year mm-hmm. went. You couldn't get a dang thing. <laughs> No, literally anything slap the word collectible on it and there would have been somebody there buying it was over yep how how much is that golden girls um mystery bag you opened up at the (laughs) you know i got it i think it was like six bucks or something i don't know if it's worth anything honestly i haven't even looked on ebay but (laughs) i need to know if you just (laughs) i tried finding the optichrome one i couldn't find it i was gonna find it and buy it (laughs) <laughs> oh man i remember you said there was an optichrome and i was like you know what i'm gonna go see if i can pick that up for like next to nothing i never found one anybody <laughs> out there can find the golden girls optichrome please let us know <laughs> whatever it was yo that's amazing <laughs> golden girls optichrome that's amazing <laughs> you know i didn't know though that that real nba players were also competing like 
like esports oh, yeah. professionals, right? As well. That is yeah, very yeah. cool. Very interesting. Like they, yeah, they do this. Uh, Fortnite does this. Uh, um, and I can't remember the, what they. Oh, Pro AM. They do the Pro AM. So they have. Uh, they pair one professional or a streamer that actually plays Fortnite, and then they pair them with an athlete or an entertainer. Like that's where Marshmallow really got through the door with Fortnite. He competed in one of the Pro AM. Yeah. Yeah, like golf partner. So now it's Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't think people understand that what made Fortnite truly a sin was Ninja play Fortnite with Drake, Travis Scott, and I can't remember who else. But when Ninja played with Drake and Travis Scott, it took off. And that was, you know, that was going into season three. And then by season four, Fortnite was cemented. Like, I mean, that's mm-hmm. when they had millions of concurrent players and stuff like that. It was crazy. Is there a Drake character? Is that what? A Drake character of some sort? Or no, but it, if that happens, it's over. Sounds like Drake's going to get his hands on that. It's over. You know, he has his, uh, he has his emotes in there so he has some of his dances in there and everything like that so we there is <laughs> it's taking off for sure it's coming definitely man that's gonna be awesome it's been really interesting too like because i've heard some people talk about how you know for like, when fortnite started to lull people were like oh fortnite's going away it's it's gone yeah, guys yeah, yeah. bye you know but yeah obviously like that's something else too Well, you know, what's crazy, what I love about Fortnite is like they do a really good job, like Epic does a really good job of keeping it moving, keeping it changing, keeping Mm -hmm. it interesting, you know, so that, you know, it actually captivates audience. I mean, I don't know. I think that's why I feel so confident about Fortnite. Like, I don't think it's going to disappear or die out anytime soon. Like, it's really not. (laughs) It's really, you know, things, things have ups and things have downs, you know, like, like how we see retracing, tracing every so often. But like, I really don't think Fortnite is going to disappear. And part of the part of the thing that like, like, so, so I've been hearing a lot about MetaZoo. And to be honest, I don't know that much about MetaZoo. But what I can see about MetaZoo is mm-hmm. that we've got, it's, it's commanding these really high, you would think, prices, considering for how old it is. Yeah. When it's lacking, when like, mm-hmm. when like, something like Fortnite or something like Pokemon, when you compare, you know, mm-hmm. those different hobby sectors, MetaZoo lacks something very fundamental from what I'm seeing so far, which is yeah. it's not getting in the hands of children. It, people aren't building nostalgia mm-hmm. to it. I guess there is a little bit of nostalgia right. already with the design of things. And I guess it's supposed to mm-hmm. be similar to like old D&D, you know, monster menu. I, I don't even know much about D&D. I've never played yeah. it, but, but like, mm-hmm. but I, I think playability, I heard it was fun to play, which is big. So, so, I mean, that's good. That's Could it good. Turn into like a magic type of thing though. Like, you know, you'll have the big, big, original ones i have no idea i don't i don't know magic the market very well um but it's it's definitely a different line and like i said before Mm -hmm. i think it was a necessary kind of divergence you know there was we have pokemon we had all these people here prices went to the moon yeah i was like all right well what else is (laughs) what else is it yeah what else is there and then they got those the two you know the oh oh wait a minute this is new this is this is still series one you can still get this price And then you yeah. find what you like about it, you know? And, you know, then you get mm-hmm. guys like real King Pokemon or King Pokemon. I'm sorry, Gary, if I keep messing up your thing. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, you put him on there and it's going to make the attention that much bigger. You know, he's mm-hmm. like the best 
best salesman you could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he that collects is. everything. He does, and that's what mm-hmm. you know. Some people might not know as well is, but when he's mm-hmm. pushing that, it's gonna make people look at it. You know, this is the guy with eight mm-hmm. charts. <laughs> Maybe <this laughs> <is> that guy. <laughs> that's uh, at least what I would. Yes, ridiculous. But I've uh, I've gotten too much Fortnite at this point to start dabbling in MetaZoo. I gotta I gotta keep. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I. Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, that I mean, I think that's that I mean, it's gonna be extremely interesting seeing how everything shifts, you know, because realistically, I don't think people understand how hard the game Fortnite is. Like this is this is and I will truly say this. The way I started playing this game is uh, I went off to school, I came back, and this was the way I connected with my younger brother. I didn't want to play the game because to me, honestly, Fortnite looked corny at first. I came from Call of Duty, Madden 2K, all these serious games, you know. And then I started playing Fortnite and I was so bad and I'm competitive. And I was like, all right, I have to get good at this game. And that's kind of how the story wrote, you know. Mm -hmm. But when the thing, the aspect of people saying that Fortnite is dead and the game is bad and everything, that comes from people taking long extended breaks of playing Fortnite. And then they come back and they're completely trash or they're completely bad. And that <laughs> happened to me. I took a break in chapter two. I took a break in chapter two, I think season four. And I was just like, cause it was the Marvel season and it was just too much going on. And I'm like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't play this. Right. Okay. I came back and I was, I was awful. I was awful. <laughs> like I, I, I had to get everything back. And I told myself, I was like, I'll never consistently stop playing. I'll take breaks but it will only be like a week, maybe two. So anytime I get a chance in between my long shifts at work or A, B, and C, whatever I'm doing, you know, I'll get a couple of hours at least in because the skill set and the skill gap in Fortnite is, is major. People don't understand. I was like, it's not the game for me. Like, it's a skill <laughs> for sure. <laughs> That's the <good> part. <laughs> That's how it's yeah. keep up yeah. with. Sounds awesome. I still, guys, I still need to play yeah. this. I've yet Look. And I've literally had people tell me, dude, don't you got to play it. You got to play it. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll, I'll get smoked, but I got to try it. I'm up here collecting the car. You got to try it. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think we do. We got to coordinate it. One of these days, you and I, we got to play. I'm not going to lie. Like, I got yeah. a little bit of an ego. So that's why, like, I have been not playing because I know that's I'm going to get is. my ass kicked I, by, I like, little children. I could take it now. There's other things. I'd be definitely. But, um. That's what's so good that's about having you on because you know me and Jess have talked about this stuff a hundred yeah. times. We were talking about it and just before December, yeah, yeah, these cards were nothing. Totally, mm-hmm. we had a very yeah. view on yeah. what to us made these valuable. Your ours was a little bit more mm-hmm. analytical, you know, a little bit more right, right, patterns and you yeah, know, things that can make cards big. Yeah, you have a much deeper yeah insight to what is going to really make this for stuff sure, for and sure. over time and what communities are talking about you know opposed to the big picture that i try to look at where i, I don't know a damn thing about the actual game yeah i know these are hard <laughs> to pull. i know statistically you're not going to get these very easily yeah also we got the crap people. yeah yeah so, <laughs> if there's enough yeah. people here that want to play it i think yeah. there'll be value here <laughs> oh oh for sure for sure and and for you know sure. like like you know and one thing that i like and, and you brought up this, Rob, and I thought it was really cool. And like, I'd be curious mm. to like, kind of talk about it a little bit more, but you brought up some interesting ideas of some interesting collaborations and some interesting creative Fortnite 
can go into, which yeah. I'm hoping that the cards can do yeah. where we can see those collaborations in the cards. Cause like, if we're seeing like a licensed, you know, mm -hmm. other brand Fortnite character design yeah. card, you know, that thing's going to go nuts. Like if a Keanu Reeves yeah. card, you know, that one will go nuts. I'm sure like, uh, what do you say? Scravis. Oh my God. It's <laughs> Scott and marshmallow. Go. Like, like seeing yeah. that kind of card, like that would go insane. And I want to oh see that. Where, do you think that they'll like, do this that? would be the best outlet for artists to ever be able to oh, Seriously. Literally. Oh my God. Literally. Seriously. Ugh. And I mean, I mean, the thing is, you what people don't understand is, yes, like we said, Black Knight 100% is the card, right? But That's I'm gonna tell y'all this right now. Dude, I don't think if Travis, if a tra Travis Scott auto comes out, you can, it's over. Uh huh. You know, no, it's, it's over. The whole and reason I what though we keep, but Fortnite has had, yes, yes, yo. That. You have to. How? How can oh, you for sure. pick it up? Wow. Right Let's like, go. Listen. I I have to I have to get a second one. I'm gonna get two for <laughs> I have to get two. I was very tempted to take it out. Like, and that's you know, because that's the thing. You should. <laughs> no, no, you keep that, keep everything that I do, I'll keep be like, I'll open it up, and then I gotta buy another one. And by the time yep. this thing's out, it'll be like $200. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, that, man. Yeah, I think, it'll be, I think it'll be amazing. I, I don't think people should sleep on this vintage Pokemon stuff either, though. I think at some point, this price correction is going to be yeah. very positive for people. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, it's, it, mm -hmm. I wouldn't want cheaper prices. Like, this, <laughs> this is the time to do it. Like, that would be yeah. Yeah. freaking out over it. You know, this stuff's been going up for a long time. It's just been very slow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could be like a, what Bitcoin did, yeah. right? You know, you get this crazy impulse, and then you got a long time of this lull. Mm -hmm. So lo and behold, you know, a couple years mm -hmm. later, when you actually build up some steam, you know, it's it, it grows. Mm -hmm. Having that long game incentive. Yeah, that's really interesting. And and I've I've talked to to people that have been collecting Pokemon, had that been in the game since the beginning, right? We're talking about 20 plus years. And what they kind of notice is they notice that, you know, things kind of run in three-year cycles for the most part. But then what's really interesting yeah. is we start seeing the spikes come up, you know, in 2020. It's like it made, it, it should have been worth more to begin with. Oh. <laughs> and then we saw this huge jump. Yeah. So it looks crazy. Yeah. It's very unexpected. I know it took a lot of people, you know, it, it by storm for it to happen so fast but you know to be honest when we're looking at the previous prices like they were really undervalued at that time so few people looking at this stuff and now all of these new people just yeah. got a taste of what graded cards are of what the ebay market is of what not just yep. buying a fake you didn't know if you had a fake card like you can go on you see his psa you know for the most part you could check the certification but you mm -hmm. knew you were getting what you wanted to get mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, the PSA, like you put me onto the set registry, mm -hmm. that is the best tool ever, right? It tells you the estimated price mm -hmm. of your cards. That's it, yeah. Your portfolio, how much your cards cost. That takes half the work out of it, right? Oh, so yeah. It's That's huge for people to see that without having to, you know, know all the other ins and outs. And it's a little bit easier for people to grasp. And the easier you can make it, you know, mm -hmm. why communities are so good, the more people that are going to get involved. And the more fun it'll be. Mm-hmm. You know, people obviously, you know, debate every up and down and left and right. And 
Let's speak. Big picture. <laughs> Don't worry so much about this. You know, as long as as long as it's we're going in the right direction. Seventeen thousand dollars is still seventeen. It's still a lot. Seventeen thousand dollars. It's a lot of money. It's still yes. it's still a car, you know, yeah. a cheap car, but it's that, still a vehicle. Like, do you see that deal? <laughs> like, do you see the deal? This guy just dropped yeah. seventeen grand on a you know a piece of cardboard, and they're like, dude, nice one. Mm -hmm. I wasn't there too long ago, you know. I mean, I remember seeing the thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, cars yeah. And you were like, oh, you know, that's yeah. Came out of house. Now you're like, I could have bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought that card. I know. <laughs> I know. You know. You know. Kind of going back to like the analogy with MBA and whatnot, and I don't know much about that world. <laughs> Um, like I'm not even going to pretend like I can speak yeah. on it, but what I've heard for some people, some people, like yeah. if you like fast markets, like MBA cards and, and you know, working yeah. in that market and trying to make money in it is like the space for you. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm kind of curious for sure. Like, like as someone who does not know crap about, you know, trading in those markets, like what can we learn from MBA? and the MBA market and, and, and what can we apply to in terms of like Fortnite? Like what are some things that can help us out? Cause we probably should treat it like sports cards. So what, what should we be doing maybe that we're not doing like as collectors uh, when it comes to these cards? Cause like the first thing to me is like, Oh shit, I need to explore this Fortnite world much more. Right. I need to watch matches. I need to watch this Fortnite. Yes. Cup. But like, but like, you know what what should we be doing that we're not maybe you know yeah are you uh so i don't collect basketball but i mean i guess it's it's funny you said you know and for me it's i think it's glitching can you hear us go ahead joe i was waiting on you so glitching out. Oh, can you hear us, Rob? Or is it still uh, a little slow? Oh, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, there you go. All right, yeah, y'all can go. I'll go after you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't have much experience with basketball, but, you know, I guess with football and stuff like that, I, I, I guess my input would more be with the musical mm -hmm. direction or the, the rapper direction kind of look into further for me, at least I would mm -hmm. say, you know, cause I think there's a big mm -hmm. opportunity in that realm that hasn't really been tapped yet. Like it has with, but granted, there's Those collabs. That these mm -hmm. skins are now that player, you know, you can look at it like that's the yeah. one of mm -hmm. Fortnite, you know, it's, <clears throat> uh, but that's, that's yeah. I could compare it. But the fast trading market of basketball, I am clueless on, I know football, about it. <laughs> I mean, nothing's been well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. How about you, Robbie? That, I mean, I, I yeah, yeah. I collect basketball. I'm more of a, uh, I'm definitely more of a vintage collector. So I, I'm okay. more LeBron. I'm more Wade. Uh, you know, probably day. I'm more Damian Lillard. Like you know, players like that. But the, I think the parallel comes to legends vets and rookies and that's kind of what i see so for me like how i always talk about like you know the series two 
uncommon cards. The series two uncommon cards are the cards that's those are the skins that's consistently pros are wearing and all the players that's really good. And those are the ones I consider rookies because I I always look at stuff in a trading show. I you know I be like so if I was at a trading show and I had a table, right? What would be my low tier? What would be my mid tier? What would be my high tier? Mm-hmm. And to me, the auras and the manics, those once those are graded, once those optichromes are graded, those will probably float around the two hundred to three hundred dollar range. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so that cracked ice, like you said, the cracked ice is gonna is gonna go through the roof. A lot of us are not gonna be able to attain it, you know. And some, you know, everybody always talk about the younger kids. The younger kids aren't gonna be able to get the cracked ice, but do they really care? You know, they probably want a base card. Like they the want a hollow. Yeah, Charizard. Like just. It just didn't happen. Short window. Where maybe Very short. Very short. <laughs> but that's the thing. The series two were kept dramatically in better shape. Yeah. That's exactly. Hot counts are going to be tough because you know they're going to mm-hmm. go up. I mean, there's a yeah. way more people in this space now. That yeah. it's going to be ridiculous. But regardless of the pop count, you know, it's they'll all kind of level themselves out. We'll find out which ones end up being more rare, more less rare. Yeah. There's enough people new. Yeah beat the black knight there's going to be a good amount of those clean but you're still going to want them you know it's and if you compare it to pokemon card numbers, yeah and it's all rookie cards that the yeah go for i mean i'm, I'm pretty sure ea man what games are bigger than a lot of these sporting activities you know i mean it's yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because like black knight right i truly believe and i might as well say it on here i think the one skin that could possibly sneak in and like the only difference would be obviously rare because black knight is series one he's always going to be that card you know that's what cements it but it's i don't know if y'all know the skin midas it's like this gold uh skin he's like in a suit i'll you know i'll post a picture after the uh podcast yeah yeah this is actually super awesome because I get to break one of these out. Let's keep talking. I'll be right on. <laughs> there you go. And he's got it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Midas, you, you, there you go. You know, Midas is a, it's an extremely popular tier 100 skin. And I think the generation of chapter one, chapter two, let me see. Yes, yes, that one. Yeah, he's, he's extremely popular. I'm telling you that right now. I think. I don't think he'll give Black Knight a run for his money, but I do think it could be very interesting if he comes into Series 3. And I don't see Fortnite not putting him in, you know. Oh, no, for sure. That's like so the that's, that that the could be real interesting. That, that uh, Renegade Raider, that's that one. Oh, man. Just me off of life. I'm just going to say that right now. <laughs> that card is out there. Yeah, extent. that. Yeah, that. What about him? When I seen that, my heart dropped. I've heard that he's super like, popular. Skull Trooper. Skull Trooper is... I think he's one of the hardest extremely, extremely. Now he's, but he also, I I put one of his base, only one of his base out of all the cards I open. I, I barely see him. I've seen one hollow like, of these for like ridiculous. a high price, and I was lucky enough to get it early on. Yeah, expensive, really. Yeah, like he was expensive in the very beginning when you know it was. Yeah, yeah. We were tracking him down. Yeah, prices weren't exactly well, friendliest, but. <laughs>